welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. This is episode 152, where we are talking the scariest films of all time. Woohoo! Uh, this is Mike Campbell, and I am joined by... Eric Lee. And from New Orleans, as always... Liz Williams. And our super duper extra special guest... Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a multi hyphenate uh, guest slash statistician slash uh, uh, stand in podcaster slash there's there's got to be other things too but it's definitely multi hyphenate. Well, it's Ian Parker. Yes. Regardless of how many hyphens you want to put in it, <laughs> Ian hyphen Parker. Yes, Ian hyphen Parker. Thank you for joining us, Ian, and thank you for all of the. Incredible work that you did uh, in calling together. How many films did we did we look at here? Are we uh, looking at? Oh well, on in, the, to, in total, in total. Oh, in total, five hundred and sixteen total movies from all the ballots that yeah. were submitted this Woo! year. And, and uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the way that this works, what we had done was uh, we had canvassed. Um, some of our favorite uh, contacts and uh, patrons and friends to contribute their top 25 lists. And this was a weighted aggregate. So what we would say is uh, from your 25 films, your number one film is worth 25 points. Your number two is worth 24 on and down the line till their 25th, which is only one point. And uh, it makes some of the, the balloting uh, very interesting towards the towards the bottom of our list. I think historically we we did this five years ago, right. uh, when we were uh, a fledgling operation, didn't know what the hell we were doing, and now that we only know a little bit more now than we did then, <laughs> we decided we'd come back to it for a number of reasons. We have we we know a lot more people within the industry now, hundreds, uh, hundreds and millions, hundreds of people, billions, and thousands and billions. thousands of <laughs> horror aficionados spread through all over the globe. Yes, and actually that's true. We actually have we literally have all over the globe. And uh, you know, I think what the other the other th- uh, aspect is we as a as a group, Liz, Mike, and I, and um, we we've seen a lot more movies uh, in in the last five years just by doing what we're doing. Uh, and we've also we've added. I, I mean, I would, five say, more. I would say when we did the top one hundred list five years ago, I bet there was probably twenty films I hadn't seen. On the top 100. Yeah, but I think... Uh, but now seen, I have. But you've seen a whole lot more horror movies. I mean, in, in, in sort of... You've been you've had the the beer bong of, uh, of horror <laughs> movies. It's horror just been movie a, beer bong. <laughs> it, is, it is the forced flush of, of horror movies that, you, that, that we have all eagerly... I mean, it's... it's I think it's, that's, a, that's a full moon, isn't that? Gingerbread Man... Meets horror movie horror, beer bong. Horror movie beer bong. That's right. It will. That's a full moon. I'm pretty sure it will flush you out. Yeah. Um, and make you feel kind of funny uh, if you if you if you do too much of this and uh, and and in a completely enjoyable. That's a great way. question though. Did any full moon features make? <laughs> so um, you know we this is a uh, maybe it, puppet a master. One. Maybe puppet master. Who knows? We yeah, will find may, maybe out. Maybe puppet master. I think it was on at least a couple of the ballots. Okay. Now, for a point of record here, yes. Mike and Liz and I are not aware of what the movies 
what what the rankings are. We have not seen the list. So what we did was we sent out the invitations and uh, got about 71, 72 respondents. Seventy two hundred. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. I think I think what we should say is this is a highly curated. Oh, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, I like that spin. You know, that's uh, a much better spin. We sent invitations. invitations. Yes. Th- this is and 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 so if you are one part of our uh, Patreon group, if you uh, if if you were uh, an interviewee, yeah, guaranteed you were going to get the invite to participate Heck yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! Um, and so some, you know, we've had some people uh, like um, Tim Schechmeister, who yes. who did hello, uh, hello, Question a great mark. short short film. Michael Lovin, mm-hmm. uh, a director uh, who did uh, Murderberry Win. Win. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, uh, a, a a new group of friends who we met down at the Overlook uh, Film Festival, the Indeed. Straight Chillin' Podcast crew. That's right. That's so right. some of our brethren over there. Um, out of Florida, yeah. Straight Chillin' Podcast is all out of Florida. Yep, Florida. Uh, they have someone from South Korea. That's and right. I believe D.C. We are what? twinsies in all sorts of I ways. I know, they're copy. They're cop- man, yep. copycats. Uh, <laughs> we love you. Although they have been doing it for like 10 years. We had to send Robert to D.C. to be like, we have one too. That's right. Um, uh, let's see. Um, we have uh, our our Icelandic... Uh, El- Elvar Gunnarsson. El- Elvar Gunnarsson. Yeah. Therefore, okay. we are an international... That's right. Uh, uh, ...curated... Uh, well, and, and Mark Martinez Jordan. From Spain. From Spain, yeah. who, who directed... Um, uh, Framed. Framed. And we have Thank some you. Of the oh, I'm group blanking from out. I'm when the screaming things. starts. So there's some more Brits. Yeah, and Joseph Perry from South Korea. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And and Robert, formerly from Nicaragua, but now he's back in DC. That's yeah. that's that's yeah, that's not. But when no. he casted his vote, he was in Nicaragua. That's right. So. That's right. Very international. Very yeah. ki- very 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 international. Yeah. All right. So, so why why did we do this though, Eric? Why did we why did we decide every- to jump back into the top one hundred list? Do you th- and it, do you think it's because we saw so many films? There was a, a good chance that the list would just change radically, or or did you have a did you have a, a an inkling as to what was going to be presented before us? No, I think what what we wanted to do, I think, is. You know, again, because we didn't know as many people in the industry. Sure. Right. And I sure, think sure. that um, it, not to point to find a point on it, but the last time we did it with mostly with our friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, not to say that that was a bad survey, <laughs> but I think now we have a more uh, professional uh, take on it. And I, and I think it will be interesting to see actually the shakeout between last time and this time. I think. The bulk of the movies are still there, but Ian, how many of the of the top one hundred movies that we did back in two thousand eighteen? Oh yeah, how many of them are how many of them are still on the list? Seventy five. All right, so, so one quarter of the list is gone. Is new. Right, it's gone. And of the one hundred films, or well, the, you, guys, on you guys the, keep approaching everything the, with the glass half full. I'm I'm glass half empty. 
You you are lamenting <laughs> the loss of 25 movies. I am lamenting the loss of yes. yes. Uh, but I'm not excited about 25 new movies. Yeah, but although maybe one I am excited about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I know which one you're, you're you're hoping for. Except for all the Rob Zombie movies. Right, uh, right. Sorry. Well, I think Mike is hanging on for Zombievers. I'm yes. pretty sure. And thankfully, yeah. uh, the Monsters remake uh, was not out when we did this list. Or so. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Can't wait for that one. Um, Ian, so, but it's not just what, what's new to the list and what, and what's been removed from the list, but there's been a lot of changes in our list. A lot of moving around, a lot of moving around. And I'll say this to your point about it being a more highly curated list. Mm -hmm. When last we did the top 100, the barrier for entry to get onto the list was only 24 points. Ooh. That means if one person had it as their second favorite horror movie, it made the top 100. This time around, barrier for entry, 52 points. So, so that means it has to appear on minimum three lists and, in order and, to make the top and 100. And fairly high on three lists. Fairly high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, so if you if you put something as number 10 on, the, on your list and it... Uh, and you were the only one who listed it, it ain't getting on. Nope. Right. No. If you put his number one on your list and you were the only one who listed it, yeah. it's not on. Right. And Three th- which, minimum. So uh, I think one of the things that we will be keeping an eye on, and it's we're going to be doing this in 20 movie chunks. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're going to, uh, for this episode, we're doing 100 to 81. Uh, by the time we, so we will be rolling out the our number numbers 20 to number one, just in time for Halloween. Right. Uh, the, Glass half full. More podcast listening opportunities for you. Absolutely, <laughs> this is this is this is the prime time for horror movie watching, and for horror podcast listening. That's right. Now I will say so this: this be a good way to know what you're going to watch next. That's right. Absolutely. A few other stats that you guys might find interesting: five movies kept the same rank between last time and this time. Interesting. Just five. Interesting. There are ten sequels on the list. There interesting. are four. Four remakes on the list. Ooh. Okay. Discouraging. <laughs> <laughs> it's only four. Well, but I, I think one of them might be, it, well, almost certainly my all-time favorite movie will is a, oh, is a remake. Yeah, technically oh, it's a remake. okay. Yeah. It's a, there's, a couple, there's a couple of big ones on there. The biggest drop in spaces that stayed on the list, 56 places. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. What's the lot. biggest gainer? Biggest gainer. 40 places. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ambitious. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And number of Rob Zombie movies on the list? Uh-oh. Don't two be revealed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good luck, Rob Zombie. <laughs> we still love you, and we would still love to have you on this podcast. So get on over here. <laughs> and you can bring Sherry Moon Zombie, too. Yeah, that's all right. And uh, Rob Mosley, and Rob Mosley, and the and the ghost of Bill Mosley, Bill Bill Mosley, and the ghost of Sid Haig, or a cardboard stand-up of Sid Haig. We 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 go for that. Well, let's get going on this list. Yeah, I'm excited. I am very very excited. We are starting from okay. The uh, the uh, I'm expecting that the bottom of our list is probably where a good bit of the shakeout has happened. And this is there's a bit of a jumble. So what have we got for our number one hundred? Well, let's start with number one hundred. Good place to start. Last time, it was number 44. It is the biggest drop that stayed on the list. It is the 2011 Adam Wingard film, 
you're next. Wow, it just barely hung on. Oh, wow. Now, was it on your list, Eric? Did you put your, your it next? It was. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. and, I, and, I, okay. and I have to go back to my list to go take a look and see see where I All had right. it. Oh, All I right. got I got you covered, Eric. Oh, you do? Number 16 on Eric's list. Number 16. Number 22 on Liz's list. Wow. So are we the only two people that... No, no have it would have to be the third person. Three. At least three. And at that position, it, we probably had, there's probably like five or six people who had it yeah. on their list. Now, why were you guys so hot on this movie uh, in particular? Because I, I think it's a solid movie. It's not anywhere near probably even top 75 for me. Really? really? Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. I just thought it was. I think a- this one is a lot of fun. Yeah. With some great kills. And it was one of the first, I don't know, it. Kind of was like the, that new wave in our new golden age of mm-hmm. horror movies. Things yep. coming in. It was different. It had that great little kind of twist. Hey, mm-hmm. It had Barbara Crampton. It yeah. has Ty West. That's in right. The movie. Yeah, and great uh, cast. Sharni Vincent is one of the best yeah. final girls best of all time. Girls. Yep, yep. Uh, it has it has one of the greatest betrayals in a mm-hmm. in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that the the frenetic action that the opening the opening uh, crazy sequence. Uh, fantastic! Yeah. I think it's and it's just it's got great pacing to it. I mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. It's it might it's one of my all time favorite home invasion movies. In fact, probably at number totally. sixteen on my list, it probably I it think it, that would say that it is my favorite of the home yeah. invasion ser- uh, type type of type of films. All right, let's move on to ninety nine. Number ninety nine is a film that Eric Lee once called very very. French. <laughs> and that one Mike Campbell of The Scariest Things once said, is hokey, but I cringed. <laughs> hey, this, is, <laughs> this is the 1960 film Eyes Without a Face. Oh, oh yeah. Eyes Without a Face. Now, was this on your list as well? Thank you, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's in the room. <laughs> the, 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 the um, yeah, I... I I hadn't seen Eyes Without a Face before we started the podcast. I, it wasn't on my list, right? I've but, still never seen it. Um, it is <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a great. Well, it's a moody movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I and yeah, it's like very very French. Uh, <laughs> I still think one of the most shocking things about the film is the, the, the all the, the it's sort of the animal abuse. It's probably yeah, the dogs. pre ASPCA <laughs> yeah, no, the, animal abuse, and you're like, oh man, that's that's really happening. Yeah, those poor dogs. <laughs> those poor dogs. <laughs> now I don't know if I do want to see. <laughs> um, I'm noting everything I haven't seen. That's but I, okay. I think it that. also was the, so. This is in that the there was the the batch of 1960 films. You got yep. Black, you got Black Sunday. You got Eyes Without a Face. You got Psycho. You yep. got Peeping Tom. Mm-hmm. Right, these are these were the movies that kicked down the standards, and because it was European, the uh, the the Hayes Code couldn't touch it. Yeah, and uh, there were some, you know, the, like the facial the, the the facial removal scene. Yeah, yeah spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, uh, was was uh, I think it's one of those the mask shocking, removal, not yeah. facial mo- removal. Well, it's but there was there <laughs> was removing yeah. skin around yeah, the face. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. face face transplant surgery stuff yeah. that was uh, beyond anything that that any American movie would have been allowed to to, to subject to. And so um, you know, and, and similarly, like Black Sunday had the 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 Iron Maiden coffin type thing and. I think Peeping Tom was British, right? Yep. 
Yeah, and so th- it was. I'm it pretty sure out of this. the four of those, though, you just I think I think Eyes Without a Face is the only one that's a Criterion Collection film. Psycho is. I don't think it is. Really? Uh-uh. Wow. Uh-uh. How could it not be? Okay. Well, we'll hear from Psycho later. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Somewhere hmm. in the top 100. Hmm. Alfred Hitchcock, you're cut. <laughs> Mike, Mike's got a, Mike's got a, got a, uh, a, uh, a I love on, Alfred, on Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. I love Alfred Hitchcock. All, All right. right. All right. Number 98, new to the list. Ooh. This is the 2005 film Noroi, The Curse. Oh. Yeah. So did, uh, do any, any information on, was this, was this any one, uh, person's big movie don't know had, i don't have that information had, well, in front of me at a minimum it had to be three persons movies yeah mm-hmm. uh, i know robert is very movies. hot on this film i don't mm-hmm. know if it ended up high on his list or not but uh i did mm-hmm. you can read robert's review of this film on the scariest things uh website scariest mm-hmm. one t yeah and although this one i think i and i am not really well informed on this movie no, so I, I, I pulled the IMDb blurb okay. here. It says, A documentary filmmaker explores seemingly unrelated paranormal incidents connected by the legend of an ancient demon called the Kagutaba. And it was produced by the same guy who did Ringu and the Grudge. So, so and what's there the year go. it was made? 2005. Okay, so fairly, yeah. Fairly contemporary thing. So it's not like Kwaidan or something that was an old, old school Japanese. And it is found footage, too. Shaky cam. Oh, all right. So, uh, all right. So, 97. 97. Tied for the most recent film on the list. Oh. This is 2019's Midsummer. Yeah. Okay. Ari Aster making an appearance. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, this folk folk horror, uh, I think this is... Folk horror plus. Yeah. And it's... I'm still convinced that... Uh, Midsummer is connected back to Hereditary. That there is an actual direct connection that he is just being coy about. He's setting up a Hereditary verse. Mm. A Hereditary verse is happening. Yeah, it, you heard it here first. So, the, what? What? Now, what's your what's your through line? What's your? How, how are you seeing? Well, just that the, there's there was evidence that the two of them were uh, walking as she as she's coming out of. Uh, the I think she was going to the grocery store. Uh, Tony Collette was going to the grocery mm-hmm. store. She's approached by the woman, who turns out to be part of the mom's cult. The two of them from her from Midsummer were walking behind her. Shut in the, what? Really? Yeah. Right. Yes. Look it up on the internet. Wow. Yeah. So did they? Were there any Paymon symbols in in Midsummer? I'm sure if you look closely so enough. Symbols. Yeah. There, there's a, yeah. There's a I mean, that, heel of a lot of symbols. Ari Aster will give you the Easter eggs. Yeah. If you go hunting for them, they're there. Uh, and 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 I think I've heard this from a number of people that actually want uh, Hereditary on a second watch. Is oh, it, there's so uh, much stuff reveals and and I, I think and and I saw the did you see the long cut of a midsummer? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. I think I think it's the same kind of a thing. I think it's it's a uh, you know the 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 revelatory scenes. Well, of course you know what's gonna you you since you're prepped for what's going to happen, you start looking in all the corners. Yeah, because he loves sticking things in the corners. The other thing with with midsummer is that it the opening. The opening suicide bit. Yeah. Oh, oh, that yes. was what was it? That is That's rough. rough. Yeah. And you, and you know the sister appears later in the, the trees. trees. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so that's that was one of there's the things a, I knew about Easter that. And that's for when, you. You, when you go looking for it. In yeah, the, there's an Easter egg for you. The director's it's a great cut. film. It is. It's just... it, it's a 
big, slow, brooding movie. It would be up in my movie. top 50. Right. Probably. And I, this is another one where almost all the horror comes in broad daylight. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Unusual. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Covered in flowers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And bear fur. Yeah. And bear fur. And <laughs> fire. <laughs> Those are all spoiler alerts if you haven't seen Midsummer. <laughs> Boyfriend in a bear suit. It's has been one of the greatest cosplay things. It's like seeing I I I've I've seen multiple examples of um oh what's the who's the actress? The, 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 Florence the, Pugh. Florence Pugh in 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 the the maiden's dress. And yeah. the boyfriend in the bear suit. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, That's a great costume idea. Yeah. You should do that with. Had the time and energy to make a costume. Make Wayne a bear that suit. That would be a great one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great one. Okay, Ian. All right, number 96 was in 2018, number 52 on the list. Mm-hmm. It dropped 44 spots. Ooh. This is a film that Eric Lee of The Scariest Things once called The Mother of All Ghost Story Movies. Yes, I think I know what this is. This is The Haunting from oh, 1961. Yeah. Love the Haunting. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and this one um we we talked about this one fairly recently. I think we were ta- uh, on uh Queer Horror. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and this mm-hmm. uh this was I think I it, such a well-told story, mm-hmm. and um, and and you know the the set design and the the opener. You love the opener, Mike. That Mike. made that made my uh, top openers of all time for sure. Uh, it's a great great narrative, and you don't even have to watch the whole film. Just go watch. You can watch the opener on YouTube, and it is a very chilling bit of business for sure. Yeah, uh, I I think uh, it it was. I think it it also. Approached ghosts in a in a serious way that hadn't been addressed in a long time in in Hollywood. A lot of ghosts were kind of like you know um, Scooby Doo ish, right. right? And it was like, or there was it was kind of they, they did the it was sort of a return back to um, the, the 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 power of the unseen mm-hmm. as as a uh, uh, as a scary element. And it also was it, it proved that you could make a, a good scary movie with just with with the with what's in your own head and 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 the shaking of the house and and the the psychological meltdown of your characters. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah I I I love this movie. Now Liz, have you seen The Haunting? Yes, but okay. not recently. Okay. Okay. It did yeah, not make my top 25 list, but I do no, like this film. I had it a lot, I think a lot. I had it on I think I had it on my previous list. Okay. I don't think it made I'm I'm, I'm going through my list now. Uh I don't think it was. It did not make it, your list it this was time. Not this got time. Bounced. Yeah, it got it got dropped. Carrie got on, but it was. Haunting I mean, it's got pushed. Haunting is in my top fifty. All okay. right, all right. Yeah, is that next? Are we doing top fifty next? We just yeah. Maybe maybe when, maybe when we do when in in five more top years 1, we'll 000. ask everybody to do their top fifties. Um, we'll see how many people want to participate when we do that. Yeah. Once you finish a marathon, then you can go do an ultra marathon. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was it ultra marathon? There's no water. Is that what the? That's like a hundred, hundred miles. Okay, <laughs> hundred miles. Pass. Yep. Okay, what are we at now? All right, number ninety-five. New to the list. Mm. My personal number two. Oh, favorite horror movie. Hey now, so you hey put now. this on. You put this on the list, Ian. I think I yep. did. Yeah. yeah. 
This is the 2001 Bill Paxton film starring Bill Paxton. This is Frailty. Good call. Yeah. Yes. Good call. Yes. Absolutely. Frailty yeah. is a great, yeah, Frailty is a great film. Yeah, and it's such a it's a tragedy. I mean, in 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 in, mm-hmm. in, in the end, you know, it's uh, you, you, the the kids, you know, the you pull for the kid, you, but in a weird way, you also put it's it, you pull for the psycho too. You just kind of say, "Come on, Bill, pull out of it." But nope. <laughs> well, and you know, I think the thing that's interesting too is I don't think Matthew McConaughey gets enough credit for this film either because mm-hmm. he was still relatively new in his career. I think mm-hmm. he was, I mean, he was becoming more of a known quantity. Mm-hmm. I, th- I can't remember if he had done uh, some of the, the. I think I can't remember if he had done the Tom Cruise movie and. And whatnot. I mean, obviously, it was you know many years past, dazed and confused. Mm-hmm. But he was still somewhat of an unknown quantity, and mm-hmm. he actually shows up really well in this. Film. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was still an emerging actor at, at there that time. There you go. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. He was but, an yeah, emerging actor. I think. I think. But he. I think he was also an emerging actor who was sort of labeled as the next Paul Newman. Right. 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 I mean, because he at, at that you know it's like a uh, a young Matthew McConaughey was. Actually, an older Matthew McConaughey still pretty easy on the eyes, um, but uh, you Uh-oh. know the the Uh-oh. but but Paxton. This was Paxton's movie. I yeah. mean, in, yeah, in yeah, so yeah. many For ways, sure. this For was sure. um, you know the the <laughs> in 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 kind of a a, a, a MAGA ish way. It's sort of <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the the sort of the belief in your the uh, uh, the delusions of your uh, of of what your. Uh, uh, you, you you apply your own religious conceits mm-hmm. and let them get the better of you and angels. Hopefully, are demons somebody and- if somebody is out there making a Q and on horror film, please tell us because I yeah. think it needs to be made. Right, and you know with an with an axe and a and a creepy creepy pit in the backyard. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's just it writes itself. Come so, on, people. So Ian, what 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 what, what was what was it for you with? With frailty. Well, you already brought up the performances, which are mm. all a- across the board brilliant. Yep. I love the twist at the yeah. end. Yep. Fantastic. And I love a horror movie that has ambiance. Yeah. And mm. this has ambiance. Sure in does. Spades. Yeah. Yep. Sure does. Yeah. I, when when I think of frailty, the ambiance, I think of uh, strong backlighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you pop open the you pop open the, the the trap door and it's like backlit with an axe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, love that was a. I think we we saw that together here. We did. Uh, might have even been a VHS copy. Yeah. That, it was that long ago. <laughs> it was. Might have been. I don't a know VHS that I've had copy. <laughs> not, yeah, you're right. It may have been. It may have been. Okay. All right. Number ninety four. Also new to the list and features one of the scariest things, most annoying horror movie jerks. This is Frank Darabont's two thousand seven film, wow. The Mist. It didn't yes. make the list the last time. It. Did not. Wow. Huh. Okay. Well, this is on my list. Heck yeah. I Great love film. I love a good creature feature. Eric Lee's number 19. Woo, yes, indeed. Wow. There we go. That one held. That's right. Yeah. That one held. It's like, and it's uh, I I like I like it for the multiple monsters. Now, have you ever read the Stephen? Have you read the? I listened to the audiobook. You li- you did listen to the audiobook. Actually, it was okay. an, actually there was more than an audiobook. It was an audio drama. Oh wow! They, when, when, when they cool. did it, and it was a lot of fun. With um, like lots of foley artist. Yeah, actually, there was like, but there was a lot of things like, "Hey, hand me in that bag of chips." Famously, <laughs> a movie with a lot of horses in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you seen it in black and white, Eric? I have not, because 
I, I watched a video recently that revealed that Frank Darabont originally wanted to shoot the film in black and white. Huh. No. To kind of call back to the old uh, B-movie creature features, as you brought up. Yeah. No, it would have been. It would have really? felt re- even more Lovecraftian. Yeah. Boy, wait. So is the, there is a black and white version there's kicking black, around? There's a black and white version apparently on the Blu-ray. You can you can uh, do the uh, interesting the black and white. Yeah. A trip down oh. to movie madness in my future, perhaps. And it is playing. It is playing for Stephen King's 75th birthday this year. Yeah. It's playing over at the Hollywood Theater right now. Oh, and another yeah. good point. First yeah. Stephen King film on the list. Yeah. Oh, oh. won't be the last. Okay. First of many. Uh, maybe quest, big quest. That was a big question. Mm, to go along mark. with big things like mark. maybe thinner <laughs> and maximum overdrive. <laughs> maybe La- Christine, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Who knows? That's a, Christine, Christine could be a close cut. Cujo could be a close cut. We'll see. Uh, no, I, I I love the mist. I think this is um, and uh, also featuring one of the most notorious endings of a movie of all time. Mm-hmm. The old sucker gut punch at the end. It's like. Uh, Mike and I sitting in the theater going, Oof. what? Yeah. What? <laughs> that wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saw that in the theater. It's a fun There's movie not. until it's not. It's right. And then it, then it becomes, <laughs> that was a depressing ending. But at the same time, it's like, but it was a perfect ending. But True it was indeed. totally depressing. True indeed. All right. Number 93 on the list was number 53 last time. It's another Ooh. big dropper, 40 spots. Wow. Made the scariest things horror at the workplace list. Ooh. This is session nine from 2001. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm. Great film. Great this was film. this on your list? Absolutely. This was on my list last time, too. It was on my list, too. Liz's number 13, Mike's number 19. Ooh. Ooh all right. Okay. Good job, Liz. So, yep. oh, by the I way, love we, this movie. we now, how we, many David Caruso films are on the list? That's that's the big question. Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, here's a little bit of background information for you guys. I think we forgot to announce this, but yeah. this is actually uh, we are doing sort of the side side bet kind of a thing happening here, where the the um, the podcaster with the most movies. That are that show up on the top 100. The podcaster that is most in sync Sync. with the public, the viewing public, gets to gets gets to to exert their will over everyone else and become a new dictatorial mayor of Trump Town. Trope Town, not Trump Town. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) Same thing. No, 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 not not Trump Town. Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah. So you know, I think the, uh, I think. Uh, you know, I'm, I've, I've sort of lost track of where we are relative to that, but I think I had the mist. You guys have session session nine, and um, you had your next also, so yep. we both have two. Okay. You know, uh, the thing the, here's what I would say about uh, session nine. I mean, much like the mist, it's a pretty heavy film. Uh, although there's there's not really much fun to session nine. It's not a fun movie. But it, it's a very heavy film, and mm-hmm. it also has kind of a gut punch at the end. But getting getting to that gut punch is a lot of pretty tense moments. And, of course, it also features Larry Fessenden. So not just David Caruso, yep. which is pretty awesome in everyone's <laughs> book, but it also features Larry Fessenden, who was, I mean, at that point in time, r- r- relatively newish to the biz he's been at it for a while but yeah yeah, I, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, anytime he shows up it's sort of a stamp of indie authenticity that's right 
That's right. Yes. And Session 9 uh, is also one of the great, uh, if you're looking for a film featuring a, you know, a derelict, uh, you know, a mental institution, you're not going to find a better one. Than, yeah, the than Danbury this. Institute. Yeah. The Danbury Institute. Uh, Dan- Danvers. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the best thing about Session 9 is it's it's sort of built into the title, is that you get the the slow reveal one one reel after another of a descent into somebody's psychological yeah um, delirium and yep. it, and yep. and the fact that these guys are dumb enough to let that thing play like, don't <laughs> come on you guys don't do it this is you know there's nothing comes it's like don't open that creepy book it's don't play right, right, right. don't play those audio sessions of some of some deranged psychopath doing uh confessions in a in a on, onto audio tape and that that can lead to no good and it was uh, filmed on location at the Danvers State Mental Hospital in Massachusetts yeah. before that got demolished. Oh, it was perfect timing. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It was, I think, I think they, they were trying. That place is a character. Yes, it the, totally is. One of the best haunted locations in, in filmdom. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yep. All right, moving on All to. Right. This is number 92, new to the list, Hellraiser 2. Hellbound. <laughs> wow. Okay. So now, I gotta hope Hellraiser's on the list because this would be like uh, the previous list where we had Friday, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six and no Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. So uh, I think we were just talking about this earlier today, but uh, the, there's a new Hellraiser coming out. That's right. October fourth, seventh, 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 and it's uh, David Bruckner and Liz. What? What did you? You brought this up uh, previously. Yeah. For which David Bruckner did the Night House. David mm-hmm. Bruckner did the Ritual. He did a piece of VHS, and I also think he did a piece of Southbound. Yep. Don't quote me on that, but I'm, I think he did. Um, yeah. So uh, it's gonna be on Hulu. I'm looking forward to it. It's a hard, hard R, according to what Clive Barker has been saying about this new film, because I think he had a lot of input. Yep. So. We'll see. But, I, I'm looking but forward now, what so was speaking of Hellraiser but, two? Yeah, but what was the draw I to Hellraiser two? Remember Hellraiser two? I honestly can't either. <laughs> I think it. I think it had Terry Farrell no in idea. it from uh, who's I, I, if we can IMDb that uh, who was in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I think it. it was Terry Farrell. Oh man, you're well out of my league was, there. Okay, so um, but so it wasn't on your list. No, Hell- wasn't on. Hellraiser two Hellbound. That is it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and but I th- I think that the first three Hellraisers oh, were yeah. solid because they all sort of built upon previously previous storylines. I think the handy thing with the the Cenobites, aka Mike Campbell, the Order of the Gash. Thank you. But now, uh, do you do you <laughs> honestly remember this film? Though, do you do I, you remember I, seeing it? I remember it because it was in the hospital. Yes. Okay. But what I, I couldn't tell you anything else. Okay. I remember it because it featured the young protagonist running around screaming "Christy" or something like that for a whole bunch of times, and then there was this uh, this mon- this tunnel monster that would chase them around. Okay. That's hmm. that's. Uh, but honestly, I don't. I I can't. It might be Hellraiser three that I'm thinking about. <laughs> Hell, like Hellraiser one, I have good, I, I have, I have strong memories of because I've seen that one multiple times. I've, I've seen Hellraiser two, Hellraiser three, and then uh, the jumping the shark moment. Hellraiser four, they go to space. Yeah, right? oh. it's like okay, yeah, there you that's go. That's it. 
They've given up. (laughs) All right, so this is officially, I think, the first film on the list we can't totally vouch for. Oh, this is one of the sequels, though, right? (laughs) Yes. It is one of the ten sequels. Oh, that's right, yeah. That we cannot vouch for. This is from 1988. Jeez, I didn't think Hellraiser was that. Man, they went right 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 back to it. Yeah. Or maybe they never left it. They just kept going. Yeah, okay. So extra film in the can. Keep it going. All right, Hellbound Hellraiser 2. Yeah. All right. Number 91 was number 37 Mm. last time around. Another big drop. That's a drop of 54 places. Woo! It's That's Mike's. Our biggest one. It's Mike's number four movie of all time. Whoa! Hell big, yeah! It's still there. It's Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yes. 1989. <laughs> now, I I posit that the reason it dropped so far was because people were confused with the remake, because the remake is an inferior product. Uh, it's okay. The remake is okay. It's passable. Uh, it is otherwise unremarkable. The original is still unimpeachable, and I still argue that Zelda is the scariest or one of the scariest things, persons, creatures in horror film history yeah, shock of all value time. For that, for sure. The ankle, the Achilles tendon. Oh, God, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Fred, yeah, yeah. Fred, Fred Gwynn with, with Ash. Day. Yeah. Ooh, Wait, yeah. wasn't yeah. The, the little boy was Ash, right? Yeah. The little boy, Ash, Gage. Yeah. Gage. Oh, yeah. Gage. Gage. Not Ash. Yeah, Gage. Now, yeah. who? question, who has the best... Fred Gwynn impersonation. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Eric Lee, looking at you. <laughs> oh, why, why, why would they do that? No, that's... I'm not sure who that was. That might have been Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Wilfred Brimley. That was not <laughs> Fred Gwynn. <laughs> he wrote. That, that was Cocoon. When was the last time you uh, saw Pet Cemetery, Mike? Since it's on your list. A uh, couple years ago, I think, you know what, I think the last time we saw it was when we were doing the episode about uh, women in horror and uh, women directors uh, in particular. Uh. And I was like, you know what, uh, I was so intrigued and I had kind of forgotten about the fact that this was a female directed film. And I, and I thought, I'm going to go back and look at this. And I watched it again and it is still a really, really great Film and I, and I actually you know what now that now that you say it, listen it might have also been around the time that the remake came out, right. um and uh yeah it's the the and the remake is solid um it's still super unclear as to why it needed to be remade, uh but you know they did and and there you have it. I will say this yeah the remake got zero votes. Well sure okay. yeah yeah as well yeah. as well as it should. Uh, <laughs> A little bit of an editorial note. Yeah. Rewinding. Okay. Uh, so Terry Farrell was in Hellraiser 3, not Hellraiser 2. So the, my memories are from Hellraiser 3. I don't remember <laughs> Hellraiser 2. <laughs> I was just in the hospital, and her name is Christy, and right. she's wearing you know, a hospital gown, and she's got her puzzle box. And yeah. that's all Ashley right. Lawrence was the lead in that, along with the, uh, the estimable Doug Bradley, who always yeah, plays course. Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Until Until coming up. Yep. All right. All right. Number 90 on the list, brand new. And in 2018, one Liz Williams said of the previous top 100 list that Ty West is not on the top 100 is an oversight. That's right. Liz, (laughs) that oversight has been corrected because the number 90 movie is the 2009 film House of the Devil. There you go. And I still, I apologize. 
Ty West. I did not put it on. <laughs> no, this is, this is Mike's number three, though. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Nice. So that's right. So, but like we but Liz is. about it, and then you saw it again, and we're like, it's so damn good. It's going to number three. That's it, right. It's really that's good. Right. It it it's was so on good. it was on my list for a bit, and it fell off, but. It's still really, really good. We did a whole episode on it. If you, yep. if you need, if Not you need the deep ago. dive, yeah, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and listen to that podcast. And that was, that was one of the things that sort of uh, rekindled my interest in Ty West in general. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, and certainly, yeah, this year's good timing. X get and this year's Pearl, yeah, and the, and the next year's Maxine. Maxine. So it's a yeah. is Maxine a sequel to uh, X. It's a direct yeah, so sequel to X. Yeah, it's like uh, right. 10 years after X. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, you know, a few years down the road, whether people uh, start putting X into, because that was that was something that the three of us all loved right. from, from this year. Pearl, you can read Mike Campbell's review. That's right. We just, That's just right. recently posted. Not as good as X. This will, yeah, this will date. This will Did date date it? stamp this episode. I haven't seen it yet, Liz, uh, okay, and, you, I and I know that you're either, you, you're so scheduled we'll see. to see it, and probably by the time we do, you know, by by the time we're finished with recording our top 100s, you'll be able to weigh in and say whether it deserves to be on there or not. Yeah. But here, here's here's what I like about Ty West, and I think we talked about this in the episode we did on the House of the Devil. I think what's great about him is that, save for a western, he has largely stuck with the genre. Um, he hasn't always stuck with film. He's done a little bit of TV, but even the TV he did was the exorcist, uh, TV show, which was pretty solid. Although also somewhat unremarkable in that you can't really tell that it has, that there is no sort of Ty West look and feel to the exorcist episodes he did, but that, Mm -hmm. uh, house of the devil is probably the most Ty West of all the Ty West films. Yep. Although I I have a fond spot for the innkeepers, I do too. Yeah, I, very I very good films. So I've got you know I got three movies of Ty West that I absolutely love. I yeah, think, you know X, yep. Innkeepers, House of the Devil, Sacrament. I have Sacrament. Sacrament's good yeah. too. Yeah, Sacrament is really good. The Roost is good. Yeah, I haven't seen the Roost. Done, he's done a lot of good. He's done a lot of really good stuff. So yeah. Uh, All right, but he's he's now past the young and up uh, up and comer. He's now right. he's he is uh, a. Uh, uh, we missed him. It was like what, eight years between. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was quite a bit of time. He, yep. And mm-hmm. X, so. so back back Welcome at back, it. Ty West. Yes. Good yeah. job. Keep at it. Keep at it, young man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eighty nine on the list. New to the list, it's the two thousand seven film Inside. Oh. oh. Ow. Interior, <laughs> the Christmas film from mm, France. Mm. Yes. Now, Liz, where does this appear on your top twenty-five list? It does not appear. On oh, it does really? not. Wow. How the hell did this make this it on the list then? Chris. Oh, had Chris. On his list. Chris put. Okay. Yep. Okay. There you go. It's a well, really, really, really good film. Yeah. It's just. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bloody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Judging by the IMDb tags alone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bridge too far for me. So what, is, what are the what are the IMDb the tags? IM, IMDb tags: sadism, mm. stabbed in the head, mm. <laughs> Christmas horror, mm. and the real kicker: beating a pregnant woman. <laughs> Which I didn't. I didn't know was an IMDb tag. <laughs> yeah, is there like a like a pick list you yeah. just go down? It's and like, I want to watch that movie uh, where they beat on a pregnant woman. Beating the pregnant woman. Well, inside. We'll but it's but it's it's woman on woman crime. So maybe 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's Very a that's a gentle way of putting it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, this is this is for uh yeah, this is not where you start out. This is not your beginner's horror movie. No, this is not ground This ones. is this is not this is not even for for uh hardened veterans like myself. I just I don't know that I could get through like I just I just got through Martyrs. Yep. Uh and uh, I'm glad I did. It is an excellent movie. It was rough. I think Inside would up the ante even more than that. It just, it's just, mm, I've seen it's snippets bloodier. of it. Oh, you've I've never seen, seen it? Um, I have not seen it. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you're waxing philosophically about right it, and I was like, corner. oh my gosh, you've seen it? <laughs> no. No, I mean, I've seen snippets of it. I, okay. I, but okay. Because you, you look you through there, and it's like, it. oh, there's the... Oh, there's a guy getting his head blown off with a shotgun. <laughs> it's like, Ooh. It's really, really good. <laughs> and, you know, and a pregnant woman getting stabbed and beaten up. And you know, it's like, that's... That's it's, how you got to get the baby out. So this, right. is, this is the first film in our list so far you have not seen. Um, I have not I have not seen the, the Japanese movie, the Norway. Oh, I haven't okay. seen that one either. Okay, okay. All right. Number 88. Last time around was number 85, so it falls three spots. Mm, this not, is, not far. No, this is the ni- uh, 2009 Ruben Fleischer film, Zombieland. Okay. Ah. Fun movie. Very fun. Yeah. yeah. I think this is the, the, it, there are all different kinds of horror movies, and horror comedies count. And this one, uh, sure. you know, and it's it, 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 the characters, uh, they're, they're, they're evergreen characters now. You know, Wichita... Uh, Tallahassee, yeah, mm-hmm. Little Rock, yeah, and and Woody Harrelson is a hoot. Bill Murray is Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I wonder about this film. This is not on my list, not right. anywhere close to my list. I wonder how because it's it's you know it's it's fun. It's a it's right. a it's a nice time at the theater, but it's not. I wouldn't call it great horror cinema. I wouldn't even call it a great horror comedy. I mm. wonder how in like 10, 20 years how dated this is going to look. I think it's going to be really, really dated. This is 2009. Yeah. I feel like it's probably already dated. Yeah. Well, I think, well, here's the thing I think zombie movies are dated. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the. uh, the, Well, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I think think as a. Because this was this was at the peak of the zombie craze. This was also when Walking Dead was hot. Fast slow zombies. Fast zombies. Fast ish. -ish. Yeah. They weren't weren't, weren't as fast as, say, 28 Days Later. Zombies or Train to Busan, or, yeah, yeah, or World War Z, where they're just so like they're like medium. athletes, yeah, power walking zombies. Yeah, no, these, <laughs> no, these, but these one, these are not the sh- these are not the Romero power shufflers. Power yeah. walking zombies. They're power walking. Right. Yeah, going uh, to not too going, fast, I, not too slow. I, I, I remember actually being in a, a Dallas and they're not sprinting. A Dallas shopping mall that was largely empty, and then there would be a bunch of women in these like pink. Uh, jump like like athletic track track suits doing power walking in in this mall in Dallas, and it so felt, it was and it felt and it felt like this was a uh, so it really was Dawn of the Dead. It was Dawn of the Dead. It was totally <laughs> Dawn of the Dead. It was power walking, you know, middle aged zombie women. The mall just, is just closed, like, but all yeah. you know is but the mall, right? Yeah, they're just sort of sitting, shuffling shuffling through. It's like, what in the world? <laughs> what are they doing? Okay. All right, Anyways. Zombieland. All right, all right. Please please tell me Zombieland 2 is not on the list. <laughs> oh, Mike's bagging on a, on top of the top 100. Shaming, shame. This is the first one that Mike is all shaming. shame, harassment, intimidation. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. All right. Number 87. 
One Mike Campbell of the scariest things. <laughs> we'll see if this is any good. Once said of this movie, it's like if David Bowie was a vampire. <laughs> this is the 1922 film, Ooh, Nosferatu. Okay. Ooh. That's amazing that, that Nosferatu yeah. has this kind of staying power. That is pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah. That, that, it's 100 years old. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. 100 years yeah, old. Happy birthday, Nosferatu. Uh, it is good job, Max Fleming. Still, still super creepy. Uh, not creepy, but not scary at this point because we're, yeah. we're so we're so uh, inured from it. But I think it's it's it remains effective because of the way that the the film stock is kind of it it, it seems like almost like old found footage, mm-hmm. you know, right. in, in a kind of a weird way. It's right, like, right, right. And it's the the uh, frames per second that the people kind of move around, kind of herky jerky, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's a weird looking dude. Oh, for absolutely. My, for my money, scariest looking vampire that's ever been on the yeah. screen. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. yeah. Like he's, for sure. he's he's for a hard, sure. he's hard to yeah. look at. He's yeah. a uh, Max Shrek. Uh, did you ever see uh, what was the um, Shadow of the Vampire? Yeah, yeah, with Willem yeah. Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, right? Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you got you got a best actor nod for 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 that thing. And apparently, uh, Max Shrek was a real weirdo, right? So yeah, hmm. yeah. interesting. All yeah, right, yeah. And not to say that Willem Dafoe is not. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, you play Jesus in a movie, right, and then. Right. <laughs> All right, number eighty six, new to the list. Eric Lee of The Scariest Thing gave this film four stars and said of it, this is the rough equivalent of a cold, wet blanket that will absorb your soul and use it as a cleaning rag. Oh, yes. I can't believe I actually said something that poetic. It was a a lot of fabric mixed metaphors there. (laughs) So what what, what, what could this this be? It's the 2013 (laughs) film Under the Skin. Oh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. Although it's not on my top twenty-five, it's not. No, but uh, but yeah, no. This is but an, uh, enough. Well, three people had it. On their I, well, top I think this. I think this is. I think this is one of Robert's favorite movies. Okay. Um, this it is. Yeah, this is. This one makes you. This one's. This one makes you feel miserable. Uh, this is just. This is a feel bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's really really well done, and it features a, a young Scarlett Johansson, before. Uh, before her Black Widow thing, but after um, her, her the Bill Murray movie, oh, uh, Lost, in Trans- Lost, in Lost in Translation. Yeah, I think she had actually filmed Lost in Translation in between the the shooting of of and 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 release of uh, Under the Skin, and so famously famously that uh, she is naked in a good chunk of the movie. Uh, and it's like no, no, no. Well, Lost in Translation so, was like ten years earlier. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, but. What I'm saying is that Under the Skin took a long time to shoot. Oh, okay. It was it was but that was between the between 2013 the sh- 2003. Yeah, I think that that Under the Skin was filmed much earlier and, oh, it, didn't, okay. and it didn't and get just, a re- it, I think like, it, right. I remember it got that. Yeah. It, it got a release after Scarlett Johansson became more famous. Oh, gotcha. And then it gotcha. became sort of salacious because she's naked in a good chunk of the movie. Right. Or right. enough of the movie that people went, "Oh, I got to go see this." Um, but it was You know, my take on it was it felt to me more and I know this is a very fair very fine line and we're splitting hairs here, but it felt like it calibrated more to science fiction than it did to horror for me. And I can I get why you say it would be horror. I totally get that, but it just the, to me, it still feels like a, a sci-fi film. It, 
I, yeah, I mean, it, it, it had a lot of mystery in it to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the fact that she is an alien of some sort. Right, 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 um, right. Yeah, I get that. But I think that there is something, like the fact that, that uh, in, in the same, like this is the movie that something like Species should have been. Sure, sure, <laughs> right? sure, sure. And, and so it's it is science fiction horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and you're saying it's more science fiction than horror. I think Correct. that it's, I think it's fairly even up because they, I think it, in in a way that they don't, I think there are aspects of it that they don't they don't try and explain the alienness of it. Sure, and, and, sure, sure. And there are parts of it that are just that will just carve your soul out, like yeah. where she's there's this the scene on the on at the beach, which just seems like. Uh, that th- that afterwards you just feel like hollowed out. I, I think it's, <laughs> I, I just, I'm just, and it's just it's it, it gets it's, it it's, gets it's grim under it's your really skin. Grim. Yes, it is. It, it does. <laughs> uh, I it, not on my tw- top twenty uh, twenty five list, but I respect that it made the list. Yeah. All right. All Moving right. on. Number eighty five. This is the first John Carpenter film on the list. Oh. This is nineteen eighties. The Fall. Yeah. Heck yeah. Was number this 66 a... last time around. You know, uh, they're having special events for The Fog because it's, what, the 40th anniversary or something? Mm-hmm. 42nd. 42nd, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe they had them. Or maybe they delayed them because of the they delayed them because of the pandemic is what That's they did, Liz. Could be. That could yeah. Be it. Yeah, th- that makes total sense. Yeah, and 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 triple threat leading ladies here. You got Adrian Barbeau, Jamie uh-huh. Lee Curtis, and Janet Lee. Yeah, you get mother and daughter on the screen at the same time. This is and this Pretty is awesome. the first Jamie Lee Curtis film so far. So far, yeah. Is we, it the only see... one on the list? <laughs> Probably, Probably not. Yeah. Terror Train's going to be on here somewhere. Certainly, prom night. Come on, Terror Train. Come on, Terror Train. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, or what is it? Virus. Yeah, you know, she's got to be on here for virus. Yeah. Um, no, this was the 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 the, the fog. This was, uh, how, so it was Halloween, the fog, uh, or Halloween, the fog, the thing, thing, and then Big Trouble in Little China. No, then Christine. Christine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think that I think that probably the most solid run. I think we talked about this recently. I think yeah. it is one of the most solid runs you will ever find of any director dead or alive. I mean, that's an incredible run right there. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. I mean, incredible. Like, at least two of two of them changed changed the movie landscape forever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh and, and interestingly, you know, that that the cheap one, Mhm. I mean, we're going to hear about both of the. <laughs> we're going to hear about likely, the Halloween the thing later on. I'm sure we may hear about Christine. Uh, yeah, may, who and, knows? And uh, but it's that the the little cheap movie was made so much money, and the big expensive movie tanked. Right, which was remarkable. And, right, and right, but right. Hollywood Hollywood bet on Carpenter lost, on, in but but the but movie fans won. Right. Which right. is inter- one of those interesting things. Just one of those in- the the thing- things about John Carpenter, and this was his middle movie of that, of that of that run, right? Or one right. of the middle, yeah. Because Christine yeah. certainly, yeah, that was. And we'll see ha- if, I'll see if Christine makes it. I, I yeah. I'm interested to see. I, I think it has a chance. Well, I mean, if the fog with the great Hal Holbrook made it, right. then you know, Ghost Pirates, think, yeah, and Ghost Pirates. I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eighty four. 
made the scariest things one-off oddball horror episode. And on that episode, Mike Campbell said, you watch this once and you're done. (laughs) Eric Lee said, I couldn't sleep after I watched it. It's it's new to the list. It's 1977's Eraserhead. Oh, God, yeah. Man, Eraserhead. I've never seen the whole thing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Eraserhead is, okay, I was talking about feel bad, like Under the Skin is a feel bad movie. This is a pull your soul out movie. <laughs> this is this is like it's raining fetuses and this pimply faced kid is dancing and stomping on the rain of fetuses. And and it's like, come on, what is this? And then there's like and then they sit down, there's like there there's this mutant crying baby in the background, and then the the this kind of degenerate family sitting down for dinner and they're gonna they're gonna have this Cornish game hens and the thing and the chickens are still twitching. It's like it, yuck. Now when, David, when, you know, David Lynch, man, he hit he hit a nerve on me. That one I couldn't. I definitely I I did not sleep that night. Now when was the last time you saw this? Eraserhead. Nineteen eighty eight in the dorms. Oh my gosh! So so you have not gone back and ever given. Eraserhead, a second look. I don't want to. Okay. okay. I'm, just, I'm just asking. It's, I'm just asking. It's a hell of a movie, but I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I it's get not, that. It didn't make me feel good. Yeah. Uh, you know, David Lynch does a weather report now, and he's done, like, uh, from uh, Los Angeles, he's done 152 episodes of his weather report. That is a true, true story. And this, of course, was his first film, and he, I yeah. think, only got weirder and explored the... Weirder? Well, yeah. Blue, Blue Velvet, than, Twin Peaks. It's not, I, not weirder than a razor head. Uh, I mean, I he set know. the table. He set Lost a very highway. weird high. I, I think he got, he got pretty weird. I think he yeah. got pretty... I think Lost Highway is a pretty damn weird film. Now, now, now Liz, have you seen a razor head? You said you said Only seen part of it. Only half of it, so okay. I'm gonna put it on my list as not having seen it. Okay. Didn't make it to the end. I'm okay. not a Lynch fan. It's too weird for me. I need procedural movies. For <laughs> little minds. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not it's a David. I have never been a David Lynch fan either, Liz. And I would think I should be, but I am just absolutely not. And for me, it feels like a lot of it is just sort of disconnected art pieces that look good, but there's no mm-hmm. clear. Uh, and co- no coherent substance, uh, through line to any of it. I loved. I, I loved um, Twin Peaks. I was. Yeah. A fan. I was a fan. I mean, I. It was. It was me. I think. I think uh, it was me <laughs> and Elise and oh gosh, who else? What you know of, of our of our mates? Back sure, in, sure, sure. College and and it would be like, hey, dress up as your favorite Twin Peaks character, kind of a thing. Right, right, right. It was. Right. It was. It was cosplay before cosplay. Right. Right. I think Elise showed up as the log lady. <laughs> but yeah, David Lynch making making the list. We'll see if he's got any more left. Well, cuz Notor- sure hopes he Yeah, does. I know notoriously <laughs> we'll, we will we will be interested to see if Blue Velvet makes the list because oh, dear God. that is a horror movie or not. It's a good it's a great thriller, but is it a horror movie? We've had our doubts. Mm. Right. Made it the last time. We'll see if it makes it yep. again this time. Our, one, one of our writers, Joseph Perry, put that as his number one. So we'll find out. Okay. Number 83. 
on the Scariest Things franchise film ranking episode, Mike Campbell mm. called this the fourth best Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Season of the Witch. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is interesting. I think uh, originally this thing was pilloried because it was so unlike... Halloween's one and two. Well, yeah, everybody wanted everybody wanted to see everybody absolutely wanted to see Michael Myers again. And when they rolled into the drive-in and there was no Michael Myers, I think people were understandably pissed. And I think so it was. This, what's that? Is this number two of our sequels on the list? Oh yeah, this would be number so two of the sequels. Two more? Uh, no, oh, there were ten. There were ten. Were 10. Oh, yeah. I thought you said four. Four okay. remakes. Okay. Yeah. Ah, four remakes. Okay. I was getting nervous for one of my picks. <laughs> yeah, and you know, sorry, Mike. No, no, no. I, the, and the thing, the thing I love about this film too is it's got uh, all, who uh, another gentleman who was also in the fog, to, uh, fog, Tom Atkins, who was in you know goddamn near every single '80s B horror movie. I mean, he was an absolute stalwart in the horror community, and he stuck with it for a long time. And so. Yeah, to see him uh, as somebody who's already appeared twice on our top 100 list, Mr. Tom Atkins, mm-hmm. uh, is is pretty darn cool. Uh, and Halloween 3 is is a great film. I think people, again, were understandably frustrated by the fact that it, it did not feature Michael Myers, and it was a very, mm-hmm. very different film. And it, I think it's only been within the last, oh, five to ten years that people have gone Oh wait a second! I should give this a second look, and I think it's it's come back. There's right. been a resurgence mm-hmm. right. for this film. But you know what the best thing about Halloween Three is? The TV ads. Ian, kick the music. Happy happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock. <laughs> oh man, Eric Lee, I, I'm. I want to know if you can come up with the jingle for our number 82 movie. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't <laughs> It was number 31 last time around, so it's dropped 51 places. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's Curse of the Demon from 1957. <laughs> it's the Eric, Eric Lee, hit the jingle. <laughs> it's the curse turn. <laughs> so this was now. Why do you? Why do you? Why do you speculate that it dropped so dang far? I don't. I, Just, I, we're get, we're, no, getting, I, we're getting I, so far removed from that period of time. I, I think that what what happened the last time is we only had thirty people. I, and I sure. actually was on my list the last time. It fell off my list this time. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So one of the voters, one of the votes dropped, but it still has enough votes to stay. And it's, you know, for for a movie from nineteen fifty eight, I think is it fifty eight, Ian? Uh, fifty seven. Fifty seven. Yeah. Um, it takes you know that there's most of the people. And I think we can include Liz in this, who are ho- or contemporary ho- horror fans are not fans of golden golden and silver age horror movies. There are a few fans, uh, f- a few of our voters who are, um, but I think when we when we expanded our list, I think that it it sort of the classic horror movie fans became fewer and farther between, and so I think that's why it fell. Okay. I think that the same people, roughly the same people, probably were voting for it again, and the fact that it. Is it eighty? What is it? Eighty three. Eighty two. Eighty two uh, means that it it still garnered a considerable amount of votes, and it's it's a great film. It's it's and I, it's, I love its casual treatment of Satanism. Yes, it was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, 
I, I dabbled in Mormonism. I dabbled in Hinduism. And, you know, Satanism, too. Yeah. They're all kind it's of... Kind of like, they're, they're all about the same. They're the Shriners. <laughs> you know, Satanists. Um, but the, I, the, the, my, the reason why I called it the Cursed Turd, the, the running joke, I think, that we, we had applied to this was yes. that um, you don't want to be left with the curse in your pocket. But right. it was like, oh, turds in your pocket now. And there was always... There, there, there are these great moments where everybody is in the know about... The rules of don't accept the curse. It's like someone's got the curse, don't. But the only way you can give it to get the, to get the curse is to accept as a, as a gift or as some sort of that that you have to actively acknowledge receipt of the curse mm. and and be willing AKA to take it. Curse turd. The curse turd. And right. you get stuck with a curse turd. You get eaten by the demon. That's right. Great looking demon. One of the. But it only shows up for like a total of five minutes in the whole, or maybe if that two minutes in the whole movie. And it's at the very end too. Well, there's no, there, there's a portion in the middle where it shows. I mean, it's this big. Oh yeah, see, that's yeah, right. Where, where, at, at the train station. At the train station. Yeah, yeah. 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 Big and it was great, but I would have liked more demon. I think we what were we we were talking about uh, the Alice Creed movie, which is we wanted more more. Oh, witch. More witch. Yeah, turn up the witch dial. Yeah, turn up the witch. Turn, turn up, up the, the demon, demon dial. The yep. demon dial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final film of the night. Woo-hoo. Number eighty one was number thirty six, so it drops. 45 spots. Man, hanging on. Falling like rain. And we've brought it up already. It's the 1986 film Blue Velvet. Oh, Oh. I made it. (laughs) Congratulations, Joseph. Barely. Hanging on. Somebody else. Well, this this may be the the one-two combination of Scott Alley and Joseph Perry. That's right. That's right. I think it's both of their number ones. Right. But still, that would only put you at 50, and you needed 52 votes, right? Yeah. To make the list. So somebody somebody else threw it on there. There's a third voter who liked Blue Velvet enough to get it on. The, the I mean, much much like under the, we were just talking about with uh, under the skin, where I, I was you know positing that this is it calibrated more to the sci-fi. I think this calibrates more to to the thriller. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's definitely a maniacal film, uh, but I don't think I still don't fundamentally think it's a horror film. If if um, I mean Dennis Hopper huffing you know nitrous oxide and drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon, yeah, is definitely menacing. But to me, right. there's nothing. There's yep. there's no horror element right. to right. any of it. Uh, is, is is Fatal Attraction a horror movie? No. Right. It. No. it and so sim- similarly, it. I think Blue Velvet has some weirdness to it, but it is a it's a weird noir. It's an excellent thriller. Yeah. It's just pushing the. It's straining. The boundaries of calling it a horror movie. However, IMDb does list it as a horror movie, which is like, well, I guess we got to put it on there. Uh, right. So well, they, also, they also have a punching pregnant women tag too. So yeah. <laughs> IMDb is There's, is questionable. They're, they're, questionable so, at best. Yep. Yeah, pu- there, there must be multiple pr- punching pregnant women movies, and uh, Interior is perhaps the best of them. <laughs> Okay. Now, Liz, did you, you Liz, did you, you, did you, uh, you did not vote for Blue Velvet, did you? No. Okay. Not to. to I've seen it one time. Um, that was enough. Yeah. It's it's a disturbing movie. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and but yeah, so so is Fatal Attraction, or you know, name name your favorite uh, uh, psychopath 
uh, th- like uh, Manhunter or something like that. You know, right. it's like right. okay, right, right, right. Well, that's more horror than Blue Velvet. That's true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So well, absolutely, because we know that we know what followed Manhunter, <laughs> and that and everybody <laughs> calls it a horror movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay, well that's that gets us to the end of the first twenty movies of our top one hundred. So. So your impressions so far, Liz? What do you what do you think of the first the, the of our first twenty? Do you think it's is it a, is it a? I have four that I haven't seen. Well, technically three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, two that were on my list. I, I'd, I'd say it's pretty solid. I'm not too surprised. I'm surprised the zombie lands on there, but hey. At least My, it's at the bottom. Right. Mike? Uh, I, I think there's there's quite a few that I'm surprised about, and I'm surprised how many films are sort of on the edge of horror. I think that's probably the most, like there, there's no, mm-hmm. uh, uh, quite a few of these films don't have a very, very clear, in my mind, connection to horror. Uh, but otherwise, I think there's some really stellar, stellar films on here. Yeah, you're you're seeing that because of House of the Devil, House of the Devil, and Pet Cemetery, <laughs> and Pet Cemetery, Pet Cemetery State, which that that to me I think is probably the biggest. That was the biggest shock of the night to see how far Pet Cemetery had fallen, 53 spots. I mean, that is a big, big drop. 53, yeah. 43, um, a lot. Yeah, many, a many. Lot. And Eric, what were your thoughts for the? first chunk of the top 100 of all I think time. it's I, I think uh, as I suspected it was going to be very different than our last bottom 20 yeah I think that there were that there's been a lot of films that have shuffled off I I, I I'm not familiar there's the only one that I'm really not familiar with is Noroi mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and I but I think you know I can respect the rest of the list. I know you guys aren't big on Zombieland, but I thought, you know, I think Zombieland was fun and it was, you know, I think it's it's actually it qualifies more as a, more of a horror movie than say Blue Velvet does, but I think Blue Velvet is a bit, you know, Blue Velvet is a stellar movie. I don't know that it's uh that it that that it's it land, lands in horror, but I you know, I think we're off to a great start. So again, what we are trying to develop here is a recommendations list mm-hmm. for anybody cuz every good uh, movie website needs to be able to have a recommendation list because the you know what is when you tell somebody that you do that oh I do a horror movie podcast what's usually the first thing they ask you should I see gremlins or not yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then the other question is do you have any recommendations for me right. about what what movies I should watch and then my my answer is well we've got a top 100 list and then you can start from there and you, and you can sort of sort through there uh, what 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 you what might interest you? But these would be our recommendations, and I think that there's a lot you, you of don't, movies. You don't on this say, list. I uh, even though I have a horror podcast, I'm really not a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that that's sort of the running assumption, <laughs> right? But no, I, I I I you know I like this. I I like what, how how we've gotten off to a start. There's a there's some indie undergroundish kind of stuff. Uh, yep. Uh, it, it, House of the Devil. House I think you'd have to, have, yeah, yeah. Have, have to consider that. Frailty was a great addition yeah. to the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was really happy to see The Haunting still still on the list. Some and the respect mist. for old, the old mist. school. The Mist. I love yeah. The Mist. Yeah. I, can't, I, I kind of forgot that The Mist didn't because I voted for The Mist twice, and this time I got people to help to, to help me out here. Mrs. Carmody would be so proud. So, um, anyways, we'd love to, to to thank you guys for listening. I do want to put a plug out because. Uh, one of our sponsors again, uh, Atmos 
uh, yeah. FX. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got a bunch of new uh, animations up on their on their site. Get if you if you don't know about Atmos Effects, go onto our website, click on the link. Anything that uh, anything that you get from Atmos Effects helps us out as a podcast, and you will up your game to exponential levels on Halloween because you'll be able to project spooky things onto your windows, onto your pumpkins. Um, uh, and it's, uh, it, it will be, it's, it's spectacular stuff. I've got three projectors, so Ooh. I am set up. All right. So yeah, love Atmos effects. Go check, check, check out their stuff and also check out Fangoria magazine. Who's another Hell one of our sponsors. Yeah. Um, cause any, uh, if you, there is a scariest things, uh, discount where you can get 10% off. If you check our, check our, uh, check our links. So, um, that they still they're they're doing they're bigger and better than ever because it's now no longer a flimsy it's actually a almost a book form uh, magazine and it comes out quarterly and uh, really great stuff. All right, all say, filler, no filler. Say good night, Mrs. Carmody. Good night, Mrs. Carmody. <laughs>